Welcome to Furniture Industry News from FurniturePodcast.com, where you can stay up to date on the latest news surrounding the ever-evolving furniture industry. In today's episode, we'll cover a variety of topics, including the bankruptcy and store closures of retailer The Room Place, the shrinking U.S. manufacturing sector, the closure of Portland furniture store Legacy Modern Home Furnishings, Utah repealing a law regarding e-commerce sites, and Walmart's plans for store expansion and remodeling. The Room Place has recently filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection in order to restructure its operations and align its costs with projected sales in the current business climate. As part of this restructuring plan, the retailer will be closing eight stores in outlying markets, including six locations in and around Indianapolis, one store in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and one store in Peoria, Illinois. However, the company will be keeping its remaining 18 Chicago-area stores open with a focus on strengthening operations at those locations. Bruce Berman, CEO of The Room Place, expressed that the decision to close stores and impact the communities where they operate was not an easy one. He acknowledged the challenging retail sales landscape nationwide and emphasized the company's commitment to making tough decisions now to ensure its longevity. The Room Place filed for bankruptcy in the U.S. Bankruptcy Court for the Northern District of Illinois, stating liabilities between $1 million and $10 million, along with over 200 individual creditors. Planned furniture promotions will be assisting with the store-closing sales in Indianapolis, Kenosha, and Peoria. While the Indianapolis, Kenosha, and Peoria stores are still open and accepting orders, no specific date has been given for the start of the closing sales. On the other hand, the 18 remaining Chicagoland locations will continue to operate normally, with a renewed dedication to serving the Chicago market. The Room Place aims to become better and stronger in the Chicagoland area, promising consumers the largest selection of stylish brands at competitive prices. According to the Institute for Supply Management, the U.S. manufacturing sector experienced its 15th consecutive month of contraction in January. However, there was a slight improvement compared to December, with the index registering 49.1%, compared to the previous month's 47.4%. This indicates that while there was still a contraction, the decline was not as severe as in the previous month. This ongoing decline in the manufacturing sector is the longest stretch since the Great Recession in 2008, marking a significant downturn in the industry. Prior to these 15 months of decline, manufacturing had enjoyed 28 consecutive months of growth. ISM Chairman Timothy R. Fiore noted that the contraction in the U.S. manufacturing sector continues, albeit at a marginal rate compared to December. Demand has seen some improvement while output has remained stable. Inputs such as supplier deliveries, inventories, prices, and imports have accommodated future demand growth, but are beginning to show signs of becoming more rigid. Among the 18 manufacturing industries recognized by the ISM, only four saw growth in January, one reported no change, and 13 reported contraction. Notably, furniture and wood products were among those reporting a contraction. Although there was an overall increase in new orders for the sector in January, Marking the second time in 20 months, furniture and wood products experienced a decline in orders. Similarly, while the sector as a whole expanded in production output, furniture and wood products saw a decline. Employment in the manufacturing sector declined for the fourth consecutive month, primarily due to attrition, hiring freezes, and layoffs. 
quit rates remained at 12-month lows, indicating a lack of job opportunities. Furniture and wood products were among the six industries that reported no change in employment. In summary, the U.S. manufacturing sector continued to contract in January, although at a slightly slower rate compared to the previous month. The industry's decline has now surpassed the longest stretch since the Great Recession in 2008. Legacy Modern Home Furnishings, a furniture store located in downtown Portland, recently announced its closure after operating for 14 years. Owner Mike Albino cited several reasons for the decision, including soft sales, a declining key demographic, and ongoing city problems. Albino stated that the main contributing factor to the closure was the lack of customers. While the store experienced steady growth over the years and even thrived during the pandemic, sales eventually declined as people shifted their spending towards travel. However, what surprised Albino was the sudden dryness in the sales pipeline. He believes that the public perception of his neighborhood, which is affected by crime and drug use, has deterred potential buyers. Moreover, Albino noted that the store's main demographic of 30 to 40-year-olds prefers online shopping. With the convenience of online payment platforms and the ability to research and compare prices beforehand, people are opting to make their purchases online rather than visiting physical stores. In light of these challenges, Albino has decided to maintain an online presence instead of completely shutting down the business. He believes that the industry has undergone a significant transformation, leading him to question the necessity of a brick-and-mortar store. A legacy modern home furnishings will explore online sales, appointments, special pop-up events, and shows to adapt to changing consumer behavior. While the physical store will close its doors at the end of February, customers can continue to browse and purchase furniture from legacy modern home furnishings online until further notice. Industry officials have expressed their concerns regarding the challenges in providing accurate labeling for special order upholstery that has not yet been manufactured. As a result, the state of Utah has repealed a requirement for e-commerce sites to display a uniform law label for bedding, upholstered furniture, and quilted clothing online. The American Home Furnishings Alliance, AHFA, has been actively engaged in discussions with Utah officials over the past few months, highlighting the difficulties of creating an accurate law label before the product is manufactured. The purpose of the law label requirement was to inform online consumers about the materials used in these products, emphasizing their hygienic cleanliness. The state intended to audit websites for violations between January 1st and June 1st, proceeding with fines for non-compliant companies starting in June. To demonstrate the complexities involved, AHFA arranged tours for Utah officials to visit upholstery plants in North Carolina, illustrating the multitude of variations that would be generated due to customer options and production location shifts. AHFA has collaborated with Utah state officials, focusing on developing industry best practices for conveying essential product information to online consumers. This includes providing comprehensive details on the various cushion and filling options available for special order upholstery, Although no specific timeline has been established for future revisions, AHFA remains committed to working with state officials to address this matter. The repeal of the law label requirement in Utah acknowledges the challenges faced by the industry in accurately labeling special order upholstery. By fostering collaboration and adopting best practices, both industry representatives and state officials 
aim to ensure that online consumers receive the necessary product information while taking into account the unique complexities of the manufacturing process. Walmart Incorporated has announced its ambitious five-year plan to expand its store network with a focus on building new stores and enhancing its smaller format units. The company aims to build or convert over 150 stores during this period, while also continuing its efforts to remodel existing stores into the Walmart Store of the Future prototype. The first two stores, both neighborhood markets, will be launched in Santa Rosa Beach, Florida, and Atlanta this spring. Additionally, Walmart is finalizing plans for 12 new projects that are expected to begin construction this year. Furthermore, one of its smaller locations will be converted into a Walmart supercenter. In the next 12 months, Walmart plans to remodel 650 stores across 47 states and Puerto Rico. These remodels will feature improved layouts, expanded product selections, and innovative technology to enhance the shopping experience and support associates. Walmart has already celebrated the completion of remodels in 177 stores across 30 states as part of its ongoing efforts to attract grocery customers to its general merchandise departments. The company has modernized over 700 units since 2023, garnering positive feedback from customers. We've received great feedback on this concept in the locations where we've already introduced it, and we're eager to expand it across more of our fleet, said John Ferner, Walmart United States CEO. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Stay tuned to Furniture Industry News from FurniturePodcast.com to stay informed on the latest updates in the furniture industry, and make sure to subscribe for future episodes. 